Welcome, folks, to The Woke Files. I'm your host, Kelsey. And this is Tejon. And this episode is about the flat earth. Alright, so what's the perspective here on the flat earth? So this is a little difficult to go into because all the research that I was able to pull from their official website and just the evidence that they're supposedly pulling, Mm -hmm. you have to throw out years of empirical evidence, like hundreds of years of empirical evidence. (laughs) To start. (laughs) Yeah, just to start off right off the bat, you have to just discredit everything you already know. Right. So, but like, what do they, what do they think? They think that we're on a disc and the planet literally is just a disc and it's surrounded by an Arctic wall. So we don't fall off. And then we have a planetary... I guess to keep the ocean in, too? Mm-hmm. Keep the ocean in. And they said there's nothing, absolutely absence of anything. There's no such thing as space. Um, there's It's like a dome that if you break out, it's like a break of water. And then there's nothing. There, you can't really come out of it. Now, it was really unclear in the research that if they think that they're in some form of simulation or if they just think this is the reality that we're in, in this strange dimensional flat Earth reality... But basically, they think that the flight flight plans are all redirected and some um, pilots will be driving in circles in order to make you feel that it's a longer direction than it's not. Also, they have a lot of imagery where they stand on high altitudes (laughs) to say, see, look, the Earth is flat. Some people will launch little tiny satellites or cameras into space, but I don't know if they get high enough to that point. So I'll ask you on that in just that moment. (laughs) And then also, where this mostly seems to come from is deep skepticism and mistrust with government. It's just, NASA's fake. It's it's a conspiracy theory. It doesn't exist. It's just about control and power. (laughs) And then money's actually going to somewhere else. And it's a lot of demonizing anyone that's above in the higher political levels, in higher class levels, if you have just make a larger amount of money. And they just overall, they have their own theory of gravity and seasons. And they don't really seem to have an excuse for, like, solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. They, the evidence is still hard, but most of this seems to be, like, made up to be honest yeah like it's like um a little kid if i feel like that's how a lot of the mentality is so like well if i can't see it it's not real you know mm-hmm. it's like okay <laughs> so to just break it down a little bit further i did have some questions for you yeah the first one was the atmospheric layers that we have on our planet right. how high would you even have to be to see the curvature because i don't think they're high enough yeah, they don't the go high enough. They'd have you'd have to be almost leaving like the Earth's atmosphere to start seeing the curvature of the Earth. You'd have to be like um, several miles up and like you know, like way higher than in a plane, even you know, like mm-hmm. really almost out in space. <laughs> right, and I'm all for the healthy skepticism, but yeah, there's no harm in questioning things, but this also just seems to only prove. The power of confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. And confirmation bias is when people exclude facts that don't support their opinion. So someone will say, oh, the earth is flat. And they'll only look at evidence that supports that. They won't believe or accept uh, any evidence that proves them wrong, basically. And there's also 
this whole idea of, the, of, of being wrong or misinformed is like you've, fall, you've fallen for something. Like, ah, we got you. So, like, people tend to then internalize that as them being stupid. They fell for it. Then, so that's when you tend to see people that'll just double down on whatever stupid idea that they have clung to <laughs> instead of accepting new information. Yes. No, I can see that, too. And could you explain also, basically, that our night and day cycles would be different. Our seasons Literally would be everything about the Earth would be different. Yeah. Like, like, if the Earth were supposedly to be flat, so how would that work? Or how does it work it that w- the Earth It wouldn't is? work. How, we'll, we'll explain more how the Earth being a sphere... Right. How it, it, how it functions. It, literally, uh, the, the world as we experience it, it backs up it being a globe or a sphere... Every day, <laughs> like uh, a, my personal favorite th- thing that shows in and how the Earth is round is that without it being spherical and solid, we wouldn't have gravity. We wouldn't, you know, because it's rotating. The speed of the Earth rotating, which happens with round <laughs> things. Yes, and so... A Causes lot of, gravity to work. Yeah, so a lot of the conspiracy theories have a theory for gravity. They basically say it's... What's keeping us down is dark matter. Or dark energy. No. <laughs> right. Like, dark matter and dark energy are both, you know, real things in astrophysics, but it's... It doesn't have It's more or less gravity, the energy right? that holds mass together. It's not gravity. Like... Gravity is literally caused by centrifugal force. Okay. <laughs> and the mass of the planet. The larger the planet, the stronger the gravity. Like Jupiter, we would weigh like so much more. We wouldn't be able to move. Wouldn't on we Jupiter. just get crushed if we went to Basically, Jupiter? like it would be so powerful we would we would just be like fused to the spot if we'd be able to move at all. Mm-hmm. If we don't die at <laughs> Well that's what makes Jupiter such a good like it's the bouncer of the solar system. It pulls a lot of meteors that would otherwise crash into like our moon or the earth itself. So it's it comes in handy. It's it's a good you know, it's our good guy. <laughs> it's like I got your back. Mm-hmm. Uh another thing is if we didn't have if we weren't a solid planet and it wasn't spherical and we had didn't have a molten magma core we wouldn't have magnetism. We wouldn't have magnets. We wouldn't have a polar north or south, east or west. And without magnetism, we wouldn't have an atmosphere. <laughs> and the sun's radiation would literally eat away at the atmosphere and we would all be sucked out into space. So that's another, like, so if we were in flat Earth, we wouldn't have the magnet core and we wouldn't have magnets and we wouldn't have an atmosphere. <laughs> we wouldn't, right. wouldn't exist. We also wouldn't have the seasons. We the, the seasons is caused by the twenty three degree tilt of the Earth, and that happened back when the Earth was still um, mostly magma on the surface, like lava, and uh, volcanic activity was at its peak. And um, it's called molten Earth. It was like very early in the Earth's existence, and it was still even like growing. You know, asteroids were still hitting it, and and everything was forming. And uh, another smaller planet uh, crashed into the Earth. And because of that, we could, not only did we get the moon mm-hmm. from that, that was the dust that collected, um, and it also permanently tilted the Earth, Earth's axis. Because once again, because of the molten core, we have magnetism. And because of magnetism, that's like how it affects 
that and because of the, the seasons. So that's why you have the different seasons. That's also why you see the mirroring effect of habitats on either side of the equator. <laughs> no, definitely. And so you see, like, you know, on either side of the equator, you'll kind of see it branch out, you know, like, over on the equator, you see the tropics all the way around. And then, like, farther from the equator, you get, the more you start to see chaparral or, like, the Mediterranean climate. And then farther up, then you see the more, uh, like, the colder climates on either side. It's starting, and then to the both of the polar caps. And the without like you wouldn't see that mirroring on a flat earth earth, and the tilt of it affects it too that like that's where the you know the seasons come from is the tilt and that's because part for part of the year one part of that when the earth is rotating and because of the tilt it gets less sunlight that's where winter comes from (laughs) right so i've noticed a lot of the evidence and their philosophy or their quote-unquote science they're simply relying on their own senses yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of the theories come from. They're basing it off of what they can see, what they can touch, and what they can measure with the tools that they have at their... Right. It's sort of like the opposite of religious belief, where they believe everything without seeing it. And this one, it's like they want to believe only what they can personally experience. But you can't really just casually go up into space... Right, which makes things a little difficult, and I feel like that's where they're getting their upper hand. Yeah. Because people are like, well, no, the Earth has a sphere, and they're like, well, prove it to me. And we don't have our tools. Maybe we have the scientists that can bring their evidence. We have the books. We have the hundred years of empirical evidence that justifies the theory. People have seen it from space. We have pictures. (laughs) Where they get their confirmation bias is the people that they're arguing with or trying to engage dialogue with, which I can respect. They're trying to have purpose trying to answer the issues with their planet, the issues with the world around us. And the thing is, I feel like a lot of conspiracy theories discredit is the world is actually, the human race is actually at one of the best places we've ever been in our entire existence. Yeah. Like it's Stephen literally Pinker's, like, yeah, like the best time to be alive is right now. Exactly. Like Stephen Pinker's book that's coming out saying live better angels of our nature is that we're the less violent that we've ever been in our entire mm-hmm. history. There's less crime, but yes, it's easier to see the exposure through technology because we're able to see what's going on. We're able mm-hmm. to see these bombings. We're able to see this violence. The no, yeah, like even just this attack. morning on the way to um, yoga, I was listening to the radio and there was this horrible bombing mm-hmm. that in uh, Sri Lanka, and like two hundred people died. It's and it's just like, oh my gosh, like it, this isn't really what I want to hear first thing in the morning. Right, and it's super. It's sad and it's definitely disappointing. And I feel like a lot of these theories are coming from trying to answer why things are so exactly bad why the earth saying. is terrible why humans are the worst exactly and i think we're improving but yeah. it doesn't discredit the scientific facts that we have at our disposal the point right. that we've gotten to how we've gotten here mm-hmm. is supporting the very fact that the earth is spherical yeah well and also a lot of the times dealing with um I mean, conspiracy theorists in general, but also with flat earth where it's, you're disputing science, mm-hmm. is a lot of the times people go, well, the earth is flat. Prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. So then your job is, it's called the burden of proof. This is a really common argument tactic. You'll see it a lot. It's along the same lines of um, an ad hominid, which is like a personal attack. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, well, you're stupid, so you can't be right, you know? Or right. like, it's like burden of proof is where they put 
you under the spotlight and say, if you can't support your argument, my argument is right because you can't prove yourself right, so I'm right. Mm -hmm. And it makes no sense. But at the same time, they're just trying to feel they're correct. And this also goes into arguments in politics, arguments in economics, and just the world at large, like all these conflicting interests and opinions. I feel like people aren't actively arguing, aren't actively having good dialogue and conversations about things. A lot of people listen just to respond. Mm -hmm. They're not actually really listening to what you're saying. It also goes with... um, but I get it because also a lot of people, it's hard to accept you're wrong. It's hard to accept that the yeah, information you, that you have is not correct. Because there's a lot of the, the stigma a lot of the times with being wrong is that you've somehow you've fallen for something. And if you fell for it, you're stupid. And mm-hmm. so that's why I tend to people, when you prove tactics. someone wrong, it's usually just misinformation. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It, and it's good. It shows growth. It shows vulnerability. It shows empowerment that you're willing to experience something new and something different. Yeah, when people tend to respond so negatively because if you're saying, oh, you know, you're wrong, you're insinuating, oh, you know, you're stupid, which mm-hmm. is a personal attack. It's so like ego Yeah, exactly. It plays into the ego. And so I feel like flat earthers have just sort of latched onto this idea. And in to them, in some ways, it explains what's wrong. And, and this idea also, I think, a lot of times also is conspiracy theories is people like to feel like they're in the know that that they know something that everyone else doesn't and and it gives them a cause and it kind of you know like uh in that documentary we watched people would travel around to share i mean spreading their stupid but still you know it, it gives them purpose, purpose. and a, hum- a lot of the human experience is just trying to find meaning in the meaningless which is interesting yeah because a lot of in yogic practices that the philosophy is living in your dharma, living in your purpose, living in what you were designed to. Exactly. Oh, Taejung is a yoga instructor, by the way. <laughs> yes. And so the research that I've come from that theology is basically just living in your present moment and just honoring the space that you're in, but also being willing to accept change and exactly. move forward mm-hmm. and not be too attached to any ideological perspectives. And it's not easy, but once you get to that point, it can be a practice. You can be in constant growth and change and just presence and more peace in your own heart. Because I feel like a lot of these theories are based off of, like we mentioned, why is the earth so bad? Why what they're saying exactly. is so horrible? And so looking and searching for answers that are really difficult to answer. And yeah. then we'll get to it one day. We're trying to answer it now. And I can respect the fact that you're they're trying to, they're trying to just get everything in a better place, but throwing out scientific evidence is not going to help us. It's going to hinder yeah. us. But also, once again, to me, it's like, why would why would they lie about it? Why would, what would be the, the whole idea that somehow the government is trying to tell everyone the Earth is round mm-hmm. because so, they think NASA is fake, but it's you, like, why what would they would have to literally there would be so many people involved mm-hmm. in covering that up that it, yeah exactly like WikiLeaks like they can't even keep freaking emails private anymore do mm-hmm. you think they can really cover up the fact that the world is flat like exactly <laughs> a lot of that theory it's based off of 
they think that it was faked, NASA was faked because of the Cold War and the space race. So the U.S. was so obsessed with beating everyone else, they faked the accomplishment. Right. Well, that's what, you know, that also kind of plays into the whole idea that the moon landing was fake, which has also been not, like, debunked <laughs> by every kind of scientific testing. It's like, the people that went there are still, you know, like, around. You know, mm-hmm. the, the NASA team that sent people to the moon were really, you know, there. <laughs> Why? Why would they want to? I mean, the whole idea of wanting to boost um, patriotism is sort Mm -hmm. of uh, silly because, like, uh, my parents, especially my dad, who was, I'm sure he'll be pleased that I mentioned, was there at the launch of Apollo Eleven, really felt like it was not. Oh, America did it. It was we did it. Mm -hmm. Humans did it. We went to the moon. We left earth and Mm -hmm. like a few people got to go up to the moon and have gone back to the moon a few times so it's like it wasn't yeah america woo it was just like wow like we went to the moon i'm like why why take that away why Why, yeah exactly why would you want to fake it there's there's literally no way to reproduce the the moon landing internet in service like even and um, the movie that just recently came out, First Man, mm-hmm. about Neil Armstrong, he like they they couldn't quite reproduce the, the, you know the lunar landing because you you can't you have to be on the moon like there's all sorts of you know things it's like, like Photoshop back in the fifties or no they didn't have Photoshop back then like cameras colored cameras were still like and catching on were like, like the size of industrial TVs robes. had rabbit ears like. So, I, I encountered a flat earther once who was like, no, those are photoshopped. I'm like, the, the very famous picture, the blue marble, which mm-hmm. is one of the first images of the earth from the moon ever taken. It's like that was well before any kind of photo editing techniques <laughs> even existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that we even had color photos was sort of impressive. You know, it's like, I, it's just like, to me, it's always like, like I said before, the a common theme in this show is going to be, why would they lie? <laughs> right. And a lot of it just seems to be trying to answer problems of our socioeconomic climate. Yeah. And so I can respect the skepticism, but at the same time, I think for everyone, everyone just needs to do their research. Everybody needs to be critical. Everybody needs to use a rational mind. And so from that point, that's what I recommend for everyone. Just look into it. See where everyone's trying to come from try to empathize with them but at the same time use healthy thought experiments yeah exactly well i mean it's you know skepticism is always good and it's good to be critical of information that you're receiving but also i also think a lot of it comes from a severe lack of how science works Mm -hmm. and one thing i have always found very nice and comforting almost uh about science is that it's not afraid to say we don't know Mm-hmm. We don't know where dark matter comes from, but they're not a, they're not, they don't claim to have all the answers. And they're like, I'm going to get back to you on that. We're going to try to find the answer. And mm-hmm. when we do, we'll let you know. And science has to be, uh, you have to be able to re- re- reproduce. Other scientists, their whole job is to try to poke holes in whatever the other scientists have discovered until enough scientists have all been able to reproduce the same experiment and get similar, if not the same results. But people tend to think, oh, it's just, like, one guy that 
discover, you know, it's like Pythagoras is the one that first theorized that the Earth was actually round, not flat. And, and he's, you know, famous for the Pythagorean theorem. He was way ahead of his time. <laughs> and then, you know, you see this whole update. And the more and more science as an institution became more accepted and um, understood by by the mass society, the more you see scientific exploration take off and understanding of how the world, our solar system, our galaxy, our universe functions. Mm -hmm. And then, I agree completely. And then, this I think this is a beautiful quote to kind of close on. Mm -hmm. Brene Brown says, I don't trust a theologian who dismisses the beauty of science or a scientist who doesn't believe in the power of mystery. Yes. And I think having that kind of mentality is so powerful and it helps us move forward mm -hmm. in the world. And I think just having that perspective, doing the right research, we'll get to a better place. It's just yeah. you can't throw out hundreds of years of evidence and then create a new theory. Yeah. It. I, I respect you're trying, but you need to use rational thought. Yeah, I, I feel like definitely it's not rational it's definitely the, the whole flat earth theory. I mean, theory is really a very a loose term. It's more of a hypothesis because they can't, they can't back up their own claims. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the science is literally everything points to spherical earth. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're one of the ones that's sort of running scared, so to speak. They're bur I give them the burden of proof. Yes. Prove to me that the earth is flat. Give me evidence. There is none. <laughs> But it's definitely something that can be discussed over and over and over again. We could talk in circles on it. Yes. Go in circles. Hey. But <laughs> I think we pretty much made the point. Yeah. And it's definitely a strong boot for me. Yeah, I'm going to boot it. Yeah. But I feel like our whole conversation was just dismissing the theory itself. But we did do a lot of research and we kind of looked into it. And I find that... As much as we could tolerate anyway. It was... Yeah. <laughs> it was Next episode, we're going to be addressing anti-vaxxers, which is definitely sort of a broad subject, but definitely has a lot of interesting um, facets to it. It will be fun to address. And uh, Join us next week. Yeah, and join us next week. Um, once again, you know, if there, you feel like we missed anything, let us know. We're always willing to discuss it, and we'll try to touch on it in the next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Case closed.